the levels of human consciousness in career. What are they? And how do we embody the highest ones, transforming ourselves and our career lives to the benefit of all? Welcome to The Great Updraft, you're here with Ross. In this video, we're going to talk about the levels of consciousness in career. To begin this one, I want to start off with an anecdote. So let's rewind back four or five years to 2018. At that time, I'm 22 years old and I'm going through an enormous life crisis, an identity crisis even. I'd lost a lot of friends. I'd lost that sense of direction and certainty that I'd had in my life before. And certainly when it came to my career life, I'd completely lost uh, the North Star, as it were. At that point, I was just working part-time doing maths tuition in my local city. I wasn't working very much. But I was spending a lot of time asking a lot of deep questions about life, reading, rethinking my past, feeding the future, going for long walks. None of it seemed to really be working very much. Things just didn't make sense to me at all and I couldn't find a new cohesive structure for my life, a new cohesive motivation. But in February of 2018, I decided to go to Bristol to do a meditation teacher training course. If you don't know Bristol, that's a small city quite near London in the south of England. I'd found meditation two years prior to that and I'd been quite serious about it. I'd gone to retreats, I'd read books, I'd listened to audios, I'd been on online courses and so on. And I'd been practicing it a lot. And the, the teacher training course, I wasn't necessarily thinking about becoming a meditation teacher at the time. It was really just to break myself out of my comfort zone, visit a new city, meet new people who were interested in meditation and try and just find a new direction for my life. So I decided to go to Bristol. And not long before that, I'd started learning about the levels of human consciousness reading books and watching YouTube videos and so on. And it was a, it was something that really inspired me. It seemed to bring clarity to human life. The, f the idea that there was these predictable levels of human functioning and human complexity and that we can detect them in society, human history and in our personal lives. It seemed interesting to me. There I was in this hostel in dark, damp February. And just to give you an idea, it was quite a no noisy hostel. It's, it was actually above a bowling alley. So I was sitting there reading a book uh, above this bowling alley. I could hear people having a good time down the stairs and I'm just trying to enjoy my book. And I'm reading this, the, the book I'm reading is called Spiral Dynamics. I'm reading about the levels of human consciousness in this book and I was sort of thinking about what it meant. I was reflecting on my life quite a lot, you know, being in another city for a few days got me in reflection mode, got me thinking about things. And I was reading about these levels and thinking about what it meant for my life and how I could make sense of my life using these levels. And all of a sudden, I, I, I can remember this very vividly. I can remember I can remember looking around the room. I can remember the, what the room was like and where I was sitting. And I can remember the emotions, but I can't really remember where it came from so necessarily. But I had this moment of clarity. It was almost like a, a moment of a light enlightenment or <laughs> something like that. My life flashed before my eyes and all of a sudden everything made much more sense to me than it ever had before. 
and especially in my career because my career was a really it was a painful area of my life for me at the moment at that moment I'd lost my I'd lost my previous career ambition it looked very shallow and almost amoral to me and I wanted something that I was really passionate about something that wouldn't require me being a wage slave to people and instead of looking at this career and this life crisis as something stupid after reading about these levels I could actually see that it was necessary I'd been sort of taught by family members and peers without them really you know consciously wanting me to think this unconsciously they were telling me that what I was going through was stupid and unnecessary and a waste of time and I should just put my nose to the grindstone and get a career in the in using the degree that I had achieved. But what I could see was that my career journey was actually a process of me moving into higher levels of consciousness and that this crisis I was going through was really like a step from one level to the next and that my job wasn't to fight it, it was really to let it happen and also to try and bring the next level online. And I, for my life as a whole, I could see that it was this continual process of expansion and unfolding. And I was at the centre of this. I was like the actor in the, in the movie. And this isn't just in my career life, it really applied to my entire life, although it was very salient for my career at the time. And tears came to my eyes as I realized this because it really completely changed how I saw things and it's never really, that's stuck with me ever since and that's how I see things. So the person next to me in the hostel must have thought I was going a bit crazy but I was having a good time reading this book and having all these, in, these insights about my life. And yeah, ever since my way of looking at career has never been the same again. And really, that's what I want to share with you today. I want you to feel the power of it. And I also want you to learn the theory because it's good. You want it to hit you in the heart, but you also want to know what's what's going on and how what the structure and the framework is. So let's talk about what the levels of consciousness actually are. That's where we should start. Basically, the levels of consciousness are levels of complexity in human beings. And they're visible across society, psychology, our lifespan, our individual lives, human history, all human activity, really. You can see them working all over the place in the background, so to speak. Think of these as an increasing series of operating systems, each, each of which is more complex than the previous one. And each of which brings its own capacities, insights, skills, etc., so it's like in a, a computer or a, a piece of software, the operating system, when it upgrades, it includes everything that came before it sort of, and it, it recapitulates everything that was already there into a new structure. And that's what these levels of consciousness do. So don't think of them as stepping stones. Think of them more as like stairs or steps in a ladder they they build on top of each other and each one supports the next at birth we start out at the most basic level of consciousness and as we grow with age as we change biologically and physiologically as we gain knowledge as we have more life experiences we take on roles and responsibility in the world as our, our awareness of the world changes as we grow get more knowledge about it we download higher and higher levels 
and they're not just visible in our career they're visible really in so many areas it's i couldn't list them all but things like our needs our morals our values our social intelligence our emotional intelligence our goals our worldview our interpersonal life our political views our spiritual life they're really all over the place and as we grow through life we tend to download higher and higher ones although we often get arrested we often not arrested by the police we often get arrested in our development and we get i don't want to say stuck but we we settle at one stage and that becomes like our our center of gravity where we're usually operating from and this idea of the center of gravity is really important so when i say sometimes we people who talk about these theories say you are at a certain level of development in my eyes that's really shorthand for saying that that level is your dominant level that's like the highest one you've downloaded or it's the one that's most active you're never just at one you've never just got one online although one can often be quite dominant in your behavior and actions and beliefs and so on and these are also called the, the stages of development but i tend not to use that because it it, it implies this stepping stone metaphor and they're never stepping stones so I'm going to use the levels of consciousness here or the levels of development is another good one. I think levels is a better word for it. So let's talk about why to use these levels in the context of career. You've probably never heard of this before. Basically, they bring simplicity into a very complex, complex and confusing area, which is personal growth and motivations and beliefs and so on. They shine a light on all these confusing aspects of ourselves that don't really make any sense to us. And they put everything into a hierarchical context, which helps us prioritize. It helps us see that there's an actual direction going on here. If you see your career as like a, a sea of random desires and drives and needs and so on, and you're trying to fulfill those, it probably doesn't make very much sense to you and you think, well, what should I prioritize? Well, this, I won't say this, these levels will solve all that, but it definitely gives you a much better idea of what's going on. They also gives us, give us solace. So like me in the hostel crying uh, above a bowling alley <laughs> on a dark night in Bristol, <laughs> they help you when you're going through periods of difficulty and change and they help you understand it. Instead of seeing it as you falling off a cliff, it could be more like you've been doing this and now you need to sort of fall off a little bit of a cliff to go, in, to go into a new period of your life and to actually live at higher levels of human complexity and download a new operating system. And it might not be anything negative at all. It's just, a neg it's just a, an unpleasant experience, an unpleasant temporary experience. Learning about these levels for me also completely revolutionized what I thought of as success in life. You know, when people think of success, even personal development people like me, <laughs> usually they're talking about money, fame, status, possessions, and so on. And that's fine, you know, it's an important area of personal development and of flourishing as a human being in the modern world although I won't, I won't go into all the details there, but basically success, you can now see it in a, in a different way. You can see it as 
successes downloading higher levels and successfully integrating the lower levels into your functioning, especially in career, which has its own challenges when it comes to the levels. And we can't, we, the, the beauty about learning these things is that you can apply it not only in your career, but in your relationships and your finances, your spirituality, your emotional intelligence and so on. So I'm going to be talking about them in the context of career, but really the same structures, the same, the same basic structures underlie many areas of life. So just remember that as we're talking about them. And also just, you know, if your mind's trying to figure things out, like where else does this apply? Just let it do that and you might hit on some nice insights there. So what actually are the levels of consciousness? Not as a the general concept. What are actual, you know, levels one, two, three, four? What are they? <laughs> if you want a full explanation, go to my bio uh, or go to the description even and hit on the link that says altitudes of development. That's much more in depth than I can go into here but I'm going to present abbreviated versions of them and I'm going to do them in numbers so it's levels one to seven and I'm going to sorry levels one to eight and I'm going to talk about them in the context of career just before we get into them I just want to say that ideally your career should serve as many of these needs as many of these levels as possible what often happens is, and I'll tell you this in advance, is that often we get stuck at level five and we don't go beyond level five or below. You know, level six, seven and eight just don't get embodied. And there's many reasons for that. I'm not going to go into the reasons, but essentially our career can become a glass ceiling. And that's another benefit of learning about these levels is that you can see the glass ceiling that you're hitting your head against in terms of these levels. And you can start to, well, bash it apart, as it were. What happens is if we only embody sort of the lower levels is that we feel this sort of sense of constriction and lack, a lack of self-expression, a sense of depression even. You know, how many people actually like their career? I mean, I, I live in the UK, which is quite a developed country, and we have a lot of just a, an amazing wealth of opportunities open to us. And even... If I was to write down all the people I know in the UK and do a percentage, I would say something like 90% of the people I know don't like their career. And one of the reasons for that is probably because they're, they're only embodying the lower levels. They're not even, they don't even know that the higher levels of consciousness exist in our career, these higher levels of operation. So yeah, if you're not satisfied with your career, this could really help shine a light on why that is. Great, let's now get into the levels themselves. So levels one and two, I'm, I'm sort of squidging together two levels from classic developmental theory because they're, they're quite similar when it comes to career. Levels one and two are about meeting our basic survival needs. So what are the basic survival needs when it comes to career? Well, if we're meeting one and two in our career, it means that we're, we have some sort of income. Our career allows us to pay our bills. It allows us to buy food and heat our homes, although that's getting more tricky <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> so it's the career basically keeps us alive and keeps our children alive and our family alive, right? And it keeps the, the loan collectors away. This is, I wouldn't say it's dominant for people, but most, of people take, most people take this for granted and most people are aware that this is a dimension of career that's important. 
it's kind of obvious, but I want I don't want to look, overlook the obvious here. You know, most people are aware that their career needs to bring money in. And yeah, uh, but at the same time, a lot of people can't meet these needs themselves and we have social security systems set up for all, for people like that. That's not a judgment. I'm just saying that it's, you can see the the importance of it. The set, the third level, so if I'd one and two sort of squidged them together, <laughs> the third level is what we call red. The one and two are beige and purple. Those are the colors. Number three is red. So what's red about? In classic developmental theory, red is about rawing our power and dominance and having a really sort of strong sense of will and direction and inner strength. And it's about winning out over other people. So in career, this can show up in really unhealthy ways. It can show up in like, you know, doing unlawful things to beat the competition, lying to customers, um, being horrible to employees and not thinking about your employees, just doing, you know, employing them in a way that's just serving your own needs, your own, yeah, your own interests in your career, not thinking about other people. It's really about meeting your own interests to the detriment of other people. That's sort of level three in a nutshell. However, it can also show up in positive ways as well. This really strong, even the ability to be self-assertive, the ability to show our anger, the ability to look out for ourselves in the career jungle. You know, things have definitely improved, but career, the career or the business world can be difficult and it can be quite, depends on the industry you're in, it can be quite cutthroat. And if you don't have that bit of level three in you, you're going to get crushed by other people. Again, depends on the industry, but it's quite a common theme. And I think it also gives us this boldness, this ability to fight for the death, the ability to succeed no matter what. And that's important in career in general, but it's also important, for example, at later levels when we start thinking about self-expression and passion and joy in our career, it's important that we have this level three inner power because if we want to make a career switch, if we want to say start a business, how are you going to do that if you've got no inner strength? You need to have this level three in you if you're going to do that. But again, we don't want to over embody level three because it really can, I mean, it can really just hurt other people, but also without the higher structures in place, we're just not going to be able to function in like the corporate world, for example. Moving on to level four now. The key theme about level four, and this is amber, the color amber, is about authority and deference. So it's it's not about our own interests. It's really about the ability to work as part of a team, to surrender to a cause, to be loyal to other people. And in career, well, this shows up as a being a boss. It shows up as surrendering surrendering our needs to those of an organization um, it shows up as obeying the law it shows up as being able to function as part of a team of other people and to take their needs into account as much as your own so this is an important level in career because this is when we sort of we take into account the needs of other people and the the requirements of career in terms of society at large and 
in classic developmental theory, this this levels sort of revolves around conformity. It's called the conformist level often. And that's an important component, even in when we reach the higher levels, because if we don't, if we're just, un, if we're like off on a cloud doing our own thing, not listening to the market, not listening to the laws, not contacting other people and being able to work with other people, we're never really going to be able to flourish in our career. So this level has is really important for us. Moving on, level five. And as I said, this is a level that most people probably reach and never go beyond. And this is one that, yeah, the last one that a lot of people embody, I imagine. This is orange. And orange is about beating the competition. It's about material success. It's about earning money, growing, strategizing, expanding, multiplying, selling, and gaining status. So when it comes to a lot of rich people, I'm not saying they just embody orange or that they don't embody earlier levels and that if you're rich, you're necessarily orange. That's not what I'm saying. But if you look at the themes, if you look at how a lot of modern business works and how a lot of rich people get rich, a lot of it's coming from level five. And it's it's sort of, it's an improvement on level three because level three is sort of inner strength with no concern for other people. Level five does have concern for other people, but it's kind of also very cutthroat in its psychology and also just in its manifestations in the business world, for example. But also, there's that negative side to orange, which is like, get rich at, at all costs, in a way, and we'll pollute and we'll manipulate others, but we won't, but that doesn't matter, you know, the, shareholder, the shareholders are happy. That's the negative side to orange. The positive side to it is that it's it helps us get shit done, basically. It helps us get shit done, be productive, and it also helps us have that strategy and that money, that money sense, that cleverness with money that is really important in the modern world simply because of capitalism, the way the modern economy works. It works on money and the ability to generate it. And so while we should realize it's not the ultimate in career and that material success alone is not the ultimate at all. It's also very important and also people at higher levels often just leave behind level five and we want to embody it. We want to wisely embody it and see the, the, the gifts that it gives us. I would say this is at the point in this model where we're reaching the, the difficult part because levels one to five people are quite familiar with them they are pretty active in the career world maybe not so much level three but once we get to level six and seven and eight people start thinking it's unrealistic we're not really taught how to do it even in university for example once you start expressing six needs from six seven and eight in your career you're probably just going to alienate people and they're not really going to understand you and they might think that your career motivations aren't realistic. So let's look at six now. That's this. The color for six is green. And the, the themes here are about helping the downtrodden, going beyond purely material concerns, sacrificing ourselves to a charitable cause, having people-centered concerns, doing equal business, Contact, contacting our passion, contacting our bigger role in the ecosystem and in, in 
our effect on the on human systems and on the planet. It's about cultivating group connection and warmth, and it's about coexisting symbiotically with other businesses. Businesses symbiotic just means a relationship that benefits all the participants in the relationship. So rather than about defeating the competition and perhaps manipulating customers to give us their money, Green or Level 6 gets really interested in doing altruistic work for people and having a sort of idealistic vision. Sometimes too idealistic. Sometimes Level 6, we fail to incorporate the earlier levels. Sort of one of, it's sort of one of the features of Level 6 is that we reject Level 5. You know, we reject the cold-hearted, the cold-blooded um, business approach, for example, cold-blooded business concerns. And often this idealism and this oversensitivity in a way, this, this inability to be practical, often jeopardizes Six's own desires. And that happened for me in my own life, actually. When I moved into green sort of as a whole in my overall development, but it definitely infected my career. And that was sort of the level I could see myself moving into when I was reading that book in Bristol. It, we often get so idealistic and so even reject, we reject modern capitalism, for example, and individualism that it stops us taking hard action towards our goal. And we're just lost in la-la land, you know, thinking about ideal scenarios and so on, but never actually taking action towards it. And yeah, this is one of the big challenges at Green. Moving on to level seven now, this is a little bit of a step up. This is when we can consciously incorporate all previous levels in our career operation. So whereas Green level six is quite idealistic and rejects a lot of the earlier levels, Level seven brings a bit more of the practicality back, brings a bit more of the indiv the indi the individualistic bent back and realizes that I can be self-expressive and I can be fulfilled and I can flourish, but I can also do that in a way that other people will equally flourish and grow and be fulfilled. So... It, this one is about self-expression to the benefit of others. It's not about self-sacrifice to a cause necessarily. It's not about self-expression such that I will gain materially. It's really about finding your passion, finding your unique role, finding your role in the context of evolution and the moving story of humankind and actually having a deliberate impact on it. And... I've actually, I think I've started contacting this in the last few years of my life and it's really, yeah, I've never experienced growth like it and it's hugely empowering to be able to reincorporate level five again because I went through a level five period and that green, I saw, or level six, I lost it. Now I've got it back and I'm putting it to the service of something that it is a bigger cause and it is for the benefit of other people. But I benefit too, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's fulfilling and it's very good for me to do this. But there's that nice balance there, self-expression to the benefit of others. Let's move into level eight. And this is probably one that most people, if you can resonate and identify this in yourself, that's fantastic. I would suspect that most people uh, 
in general in the world at large don't know what this is about. This is turquoise and it turquoise there's spiritual undertones coming in here. It's planetary minded. It's about wholeness and healing and serving. So I almost imagine a saint. Like I, I don't want to re restrict it to saints. You know, certainly <laughs> lay people can tap into this as well. But it's really a real focus on benevolence, a real focus on your role in terms of the like the growth of life itself. Like you see yourself to be intrinsically part of life and you want it to flourish and that's where your career motivations come from. To be honest, I can't speak with any real authority from level eight because the theory on level eight is actually quite scarce. And also don't, I'm not sure I embody it that well anyway, but it's there, we know it's a level. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shows up in individuals and human humanity at large in the future. Let's get into exercise territory now. So I want you to grab a pen and paper and do these exercises. First of all, I want you to identify your dominant, three dominant levels, and I want you to explain where it comes up, how it shows up in your career life, how you know it's your dominant level, etc., etc. Just to get you an idea of, of um, how it's influencing your career life at the moment. I also want to you to write down the levels that are in the background. Try to aim for two or three here again. So when it's when a level is in the background, it's there and it's driving you and it's useful and it's serving you, but it's not something you consciously identify with. Like it's not, you don't wake up in the morning thinking about the needs from this level or how your, how your career revolves around this level. But when you actually dig below the surface, you can see that it's there. So write down those two or three levels that are in the background. Most likely levels one and two are in the background for you. I also want you to write down the levels that you are yet to download. So maybe this is six, seven or eight. And also look for signs that you are moving into them and also look for, look for ways that you could embody them in your career and just anything that comes to mind, write them down. So now that we've learned about these levels and you've identified them in yourself, it's really important that we talk about how to use them productively to help yourself rather than to hinder yourself because I look around and I see a lot of people poorly applying and interpreting these stages in all areas, not just in career, but we're talking about career and once you've learned it, you can't unlearn it. So I'm gonna give you some tools for the road, give you some advice just to help you incorporate them into your career life in a healthy way. Number one is to integrate and anticipate. What is integrate and anticipate? Well, integrate is to try to include all of these levels or all the levels that you've downloaded so far in your functioning in a healthy way. And this is really important because again, when our career motivations revolve around a certain level, we often just reject other levels out of hand. Like we just, without knowing that these levels exist, that's what we do. And with the integrate part, we ask ourselves, how can I embody this in my career? What changes can I make? And this isn't an easy task. So it might, if you really want to say move from level five to level six, and we're gonna talk about this in a minute, that could take years because it could be that your whole life has been structured around level five thinking in your career. 
and it's not just you can't just overnight move into level six. No, this this is like a a process here. But if we want to move forward as human beings and we want humanity to move forward, these are the kinds of questions we need to ask them ourselves. And often people just completely shy away from them and look to other people to change rather than change themselves. Anticipate, on the other hand, is about it's about looking at the higher levels and looking for how how they are asking you to move into them and how how you can see yourself moving into them already. So part of me intuits that life is always asking us to grow and the bigger resistance we have, the more pain we suffer because especially now where we have access to so much information, life is constantly asking us to change and grow and improve and evolve as people. And yeah, the more we resist, the more the more we sort of hit our head against the wall, the, the wall of reality, as it were. So anticipate is about sensing future levels and trying to move into them consciously. Again, I also want you to think of them as levels of complexity, not as step, stepping stones or separated levels. So while we have our center of gravity, while we have that dominant level that drives most of our decisions in career, if anything, lower levels are actually more important. Like if I take away your corporate career, okay, you m and you can't get it back. You might have to sell the house and you might have to move to a, to a poor area in the city or whatever, but you can still look after your earlier needs. It doesn't mean that you're crippling your early needs, but if you can't look after levels one and two, what that, what that does is it, it's like a house of cards. You take away the bottom card and the rest of it just falls down. So think of think of the levels as layers that add on top of each other. And that if you don't have those layers in place, I'm not like it's not as easy as saying the whole thing will collapse, but you'll notice dysfunction in your life. And so that's where integrate comes in. And that's where knowing that the earlier levels are like foundations and these this whole model is a model of levels of complexity. That's where that comes in because it helps you build a healthy foundation for yourself and plug those gaps. I also want to say that each level is either active, repressed or exists in potential. So think of it like this. Think of it like a wave. Here you have the levels that are either they are either active and in the background. Then you have your center of gravity, which is the really active ones, the ones that you're consciously aware of. Then over here, you have the ones that are the ones that are existing in potential. Also, back, also across the whole line, you can have these repressed levels because often we, we simply just do not agree with these levels in ourselves and we repress them all or we repress certain ones. And so... That's where, where the repressed part comes in. And that's where integrate and anticipate comes in again. Also to say that, and I covered this when I was going through the, each of the levels, that each of them has healthy and unhealthy effects and expression. So it's not just about pushing into the higher ones and it's not just about rejecting the lower ones. It's really about trying to get the juice out of every single one of them. 
especially the ones that you're most resistant to because your resistance points you to your lack of integration of that level. Great, just to finish up here, I want to talk about how to push into level six and seven, which are green and teal, just to remind you. Basically, again, we often hit our head against a wall with level five and we don't go beyond it. And I just want to say a few words about how we might move into green and teal. The important, one of the key parts about green and teal is a benevolence factor. You know, once we get into green and beyond, we cannot just, we cannot ignore our effect, the effects that our career has on life and on other people. And it's, it's important that we start asking our questions about how can I incorporate benevolence into my career? How can I maybe move into a job that allows me to do something good for the world? How can I even change career such that I'm doing for good for the world and I'm doing something that I'm passionate about? And again, this doesn't this isn't an overnight thing, especially if you're very far away from that. It's not easy. It takes time. But again, if you want to experience that, those higher levels of career, if you're not happy in your current career situation, maybe it's because you're not experiencing these higher levels. And just a few warnings here before we sign off. It's really easy to mislead yourself. So what I often see is that people get so obsessed with the higher levels that they, they sort of look for all the evidence that they're embodying the higher levels and they forget about the fact that the lower levels are still active in them. And they create this whole identity about, you know, I'm level six, I'm level seven, I'm level eight. First of all, you're not one level at all you're really an amalgamation of many of them and also that if you're creating this huge identity about being level six seven or eight or whatever it is that in and of itself is not part of those levels it's really part of the earlier levels it's more of an, an egoic selfish thing and you're doing it to build up your you know you're doing it to feel superior and to feel important and that's fine i'm not saying that that isn't important but Having this identity that says, I'm green, I'm yellow, I'm teal or level six or level seven, whatever it is, that doesn't mean you're actually there. So just be aware of that. And I've actually, I was talking about spiral dynamics there. I've made a whole video called The Traps of Spiral Dynamics that addresses many of issues, like many of the issues that come up when we learn about the levels of consciousness and how we can fool ourselves. Great, so that was a, fairly brief summary of, summary of the levels of consciousness and how we can use them in our career. To take this further, I recommend my book, Spiral Dynamics Embodied. You can find that over on my, my website. I'll leave a link in the description. And to go really deep into the levels themselves, I recommend my Levels of Human Growth course. This is a 10-hour course full of exercises, full of explanation and theory as to all the levels of human growth. So if this is inspired something in you like it did for me that a new order in your life a new way of understanding yourselves and the, of understanding yourself and understanding the world go and take check out the course and that'll only strengthen strengthen the power that this theory has on you so thanks again for watching the video and make sure to subscribe like the video share with someone that could benefit from this message Take care and I'll see you for more videos very soon.